I don't know if you want guys that are gonna get drunk and fight each other in a bar, but it's just like you said, the those are the type of guys you want to send to war. Give me a battalion full of hooligans that drink on the weekend and put them up against a battalion of choir boys and you tell me who you want to go to war with. Yeah, that's true. And that's, you know, and, and, and our military, you know, these days, uh, you know, they, they don't want, they don't want the muscular tattooed hooligan. They, you know, they hate that guy. They think that's toxic masculinity. Well, let me tell you what wins on the battlefield. Not, not diversity. (laughs) You were lied to. And don't let that cloud critical thinking. How many points do I have to make that don't add How up? many other people do I have to bring in this conversation that do not back up Rob's? JV team for life. What, what, what was that you were talking about? He was like a, he was a bitch or something. <laughs> That's how I get fired. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet down, Peanut Gallery. We've got jobs on the line. All right. Welcome <laughs> back to the Anti-Hero Podcast. It's the official first episode of the new brand. Um, so we're starting over. And uh, and Brent is now half of the show. Literally half the couch. So I'm Tyler, owner of Refractive Wolf Apparel. We're, we're, we got to work this out. You, you, you've got to give me some sort of heads up. Don't edit that out either. Don't not. Don't edit Everyone's that out. Everyone's going to see our struggles. Yeah, I know. Everyone's going to be like, it was clearly your turn. <laughs> Everyone knew what you were supposed to do, but you. And I'm Bryn Tucker, owner of First Responders Coffee Company and First Responders Cigar Company. Yep. And uh, what we're doing here is we just kind of spoke about it offline, but we're we're owners of two separate companies right um mine's a clothing line yours is coffee and cigar and we're kind of meeting in the middle right here with this podcast so and i say that only because i handle the comment section a little bit different which we also going to talk about um brent is a huge supporter of first responders i think sometimes i feel like because i'm a first responder I get away with a little bit more. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's there's things that I would tell military people that I don't I don't think you could. Yeah. You know, 100 percent. So one thing we're going to do is so I did get in trouble today with. uh, So we we signed with a media company. And what I did was I got in the comment section using the anti-hero Instagram and I went to war. And I love doing that stuff. It's fun. If somebody comes in with another point or is argumentative, that's totally fine. We don't, we love that stuff. We love, you know, some people, you're not going to change their mind, but if they're polite and respective, um, that's all, that's a comment section. But when people come in with just pure hate and just start calling people names, that's where I kind of go and I have a little fun. But Eric yelled at me and said that. I shouldn't be doing that. So, well, I'm, it's it's not as it's not so much that they just come in with hate, although that's uh, that's one part of it. It's when they clearly didn't even watch the episode, and they make a point that was clearly addressed in the episode. They just saw the heading, you know, the the, the headline, and and came in to and came in to argue. That's it. Shouldn't surprise me. 
but <laughs> but it did. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna when this airs on Monday, our Patreon will be activated. It's already done. We're, we were waiting for the right time. Uh, me and Brent aren't people ever that ask for handouts. So the Patreon, I can't speak for Brent, but for me, the Patreon was really really tough to do because I'm like you just can't ask people for free money. Um, and then it was explained to me a little bit that a Patreon is a community of people that want to be involved with what you're doing. And it's a good way for them to have good contact with you because we're relinquishing essentially the Instagram to the media company. We will be on it. We can be on it. We have access to it, but we both have other pages that we have to run. So we're going to let other people run that page. Not Again, not saying we won't be on there, but the Patreon will literally be me and Brent. <laughs> I tell you, trying to um, monitor or or get back with people with a thousand comments. Yeah. It's a lot of work even in itself. Even the messages. Uh, so many people reach out to us and the positive people, none of the negative people message us, but the positive people reach out to us and it's, it's getting to the point where I, I interact with everybody, but I'm sometimes I forget people's names and what I talk to them about because of all the influx of people coming in. So I just feel it's, it's a much easier way. There's going to be two tiers, I think, $3 and $5. Um, that's going to get you tons of access. Um, it's going to get you... The first level of $3 gets you, uh, um, you know, first divs at any type of apparel drops. Um, gets you all the Patreon content. It gets you vlogs and, you know, all the B-sides that we're going to do behind the You know, you want to see how Brent does his coffee? That would be something that we would do. I'll just follow you around for a day with a camera. It's riveting. It's I'll pretty tell cool. You right now, it's riveting. <laughs> so I'm pouring coffee into a thing. <laughs> so again, if you guys, uh, if you, if you guys would uh, go check out our Patreon, um, all the uh, all the things that we have to offer are going to be on there, obviously. So, with that being said, also every Thursday. Either myself or Brent, probably more me because Brent's super busy all the time, but we're going to Zoom somebody in the law enforcement or military world that is geographically too far away to come on the podcast, but they're super interesting. Um, but those are on YouTube only because um, those are kind of uh, the audios aren't guaranteed that they're going to be good on those on the other people's end. Okay. So uh, so YouTube only, but every Thursday we'll have something come out, maybe a, a behind the scenes or something like that, but... Without further ado, this is the first one post Rob, the first post Rob <laughs> episode that me and you have oh, been. Oh, I haven't seen you in like a month. Oh, Rob, he's uh he hasn't stayed out of the news. I don't. I don't we'll 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 let Rob lie for for a, a, a little bit. There's contrary there's, to popular belief, we did not film that. We filmed that before Rob got arrested. And I've talked about this, I think, on the B-side. But uh, Rob got arrested. Literally, I read it as I was editing. And sometimes you could argue maybe that uh, may, it wasn't a good time to drop it. But we didn't have anything else to drop. We didn't have anything pre-filmed. So, and I didn't get it. I don't really think it's... He got arrested on something completely different. It had nothing to do with it. It was his own personal problem. So, And then we dropped it after that, which... I I don't... I'm torn about it a little bit because, you know, it's uh, a part of me is, you know, uh, I, I've said it before. I don't have anything personal against Rob. 
but uh, but then again, like we can't we can't you know rearrange our 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 whole life and 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 business you know based based off of him getting drunk and arrested and i know that you know isn't a flattering way to put that but that's but that's that's the honest truth and uh so you know we uh we we dropped it and 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 it is what it is yeah and it was uh it was a very it still is a very good performing video for long form content i think it's probably mid 60,000s for a two and a half hour video, it, it, that's just, how good it is. People are tuning in. Yeah, I mean, just, just top seventy thousand. Yeah, yeah. People are calling me and saying, "Hey, I just finally finished it because apparently it is two and a half hours is a long time. <laughs> It'll take you a few drives to work." Yeah, and uh, so, but it's it's doing real well. I don't know if maybe him being in the news kind of hyped it, or or put it in the search engines a little bit better. But um, you know, it's apparently people are are very interested in. And, and it's also like we talked about, it's, it's not common knowledge to people. People are like, what? That's, again, we're not going to make the episode about this, but while, while we're talking about it for just a little bit, you know, what, the things that blew my mind the most was, again, the, the, they don't know the story, you know, Rob's story. They've never actually listened to it. And they didn't know that Rob Bissonette, uh, that Matt Bissonette has a story and was there as well. Um, you know, they don't know Matt Cole did a whole, you know, investigative reporter, you know, reporting just on this. There's a lot of information out there. We just happened to compile it all into uh, into one episode, which is which is what made it unique. But the information has been out there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And that was your goal, though. You said I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take everything that's out there and compile it into one episode. And it was really well done. And, and I apologize. I did not mean for it to be two and a half hours. <laughs> if you'd asked me what that was going to be, I just, you know, maybe an hour and a half. I knew it was, I knew it was going to top an hour. Um, I obviously didn't do a dry run of it. I had no idea that it was two and a half hours long until it was uh, until it was done. There was no there was no downtime. We didn't bullshit. No. So it, it, I guess it's like Kendra said. We had if it takes two and a half hours, it takes two and a half hours. So yeah, you know. I mean, there's there's nothing we could have cropped out you yeah. know there's nothing we could have you know uh you know or left out every single piece was you know built built onto you know the, the last piece to to make a case so i guess it, it, it is what it is and without naming any names people did reach out to you of caliber oh yeah yeah uh, people people from that community uh came out of the woodwork um to to call and, and talk to me about it um and only good things and only confirmed what I already said was true. You know, so they basically came out and said, you're exactly right. You're 99.9% right. I got the same phone call over and over and over again, which wasn't, again, which wasn't surprising. They're the same guys I've, I've worked with and, you know, and told me the story uh, before. But, you know, just this time, you know, I couldn't do the trust me, bro. I heard from people, you know, it's just not going to it's just not going to carry weight. So I had to come from it, uh, come at it at a different angle. Um, and, and I learned, heck, I learned a lot about that story uh, or what the two different stories were doing it. So in, in a weird way, I, even being in the community, I, I, I learned a lot about the versions of the story, we'll call it. Did you want to talk about how you gave him too much kudos or no? No, nah, I will. Well, uh, he's he's still licking his wounds. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll lay right. off uh, out of out of respect. At the end of the day, I'd say, I'd, I'd, I meant what I said when I said uh, this isn't uh, a knock on his whole career. So I, I won't I won't I won't bring up other stuff that those guys actually called and told me 
more stuff than that, that that I didn't know, and they were more than willing to share it. Um, ironically enough, they're they're not more than willing to come on and and put their name on the line. You yeah, know, they're they're more than happy to have to have me carry that flag for them. <laughs> I appreciate that, guys. Well, if you guys uh, if you guys want tag Mikhuya, Rob O'Neill's official uh, handle on all of his uh, on all of his things, and tell him to come talk to the Anti Hero Podcast because he's blocked a lot of our followers already. Yeah, he's um, gonna. And you know, hopefully, he does it before he goes into rehab. So that we'll, we'll miss our window too too soon. <laughs> what? It's a, it's an it's, it's an honest concern. <laughs> we care. <laughs> so again, with with this being the new brand, we kind of wanted to make it very clear, um, what the kind of like mission statements were. Um, you know, really, it's it's to promote you know, everything about first responders and veteran culture, the good things like, uh, anybody that owns a small business. I mean, uh, we're both, I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely small business. I'm not going to speak for you and say you're a small business, but some people take it offensive. No, we're, we're small business. So, but you know, talk about mental health. Um, Brent's got great takes on mental health. Um, you know, he, a whole series just on that. Yeah. And, uh, Stuff like that. We also like to bridge the gap between, you know, anybody that hasn't served in any capacity, but are huge supporters of law enforcement. You know, you, you know, we're going to, we, we've talked about getting guests on here that like music and just different take, you know, take, maybe take a mental break from, you know, the, uh, the, the first runner culture. I, I do think of that aspect, you know, we're, we're, we're very unique because, you know, we, we make no, no bones about it. We're we're first responder focused and, uh, and and supporters, but yeah, we'll we'll still. I mean, we're not gonna you know shy away from military things. I, I do have access to to certain people within military circles that not everyone does. We got we got some really cool episodes coming up. Uh, oh yeah, uh, on are... that. I'll 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 wait a little bit to to drop that big news. Um, and yeah, we both share a love for music. So between first responders, special operations, military, music, and really anything else of, of interest that comes our way, I think it'll it'll keep uh, keep the listeners um, keep listeners uh, new and excited with all the all the not not the same old same old every week. Yeah. Do you play? You play? You you dabble in music? Oh yeah, yeah. I play guitar half my life now. You want you want to start a band? Do I want to start a you band? Play, do you play any instruments? Wait. We play. We need a drummer. Kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, the drummer should be the easiest to find. They're not. They're all drumming for different bands. I know. Hey, what do you what do you uh, what do you call a guy that hangs out with a group of musicians? The groupie. The drummer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You just got to know how to bang on stuff <laughs> in rhythm. <laughs> oh, drummers. So we um. Being that this is our first episode, we were me and Brent were brainstorming about things to talk about. We were like, you know, let's let's just use this first episode to kind of break the ice, uh, get to know Brent. Said if you want to get to know more about him, go check out the entire episode that we did where we introduced Brent, his backstory. Um, God, it was it was around the, I think FRCC had been around for like six months. Yeah, that's about the about the six month mark. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's. Uh, Time's flown. Seems like we did that just a month ago. It was almost almost six months ago. 
almost. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Four or five months ago, at least. That was pre-cigars. Pre-cigars. The pre-cigar era. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. PCE. Pre-cigar era. So, because um, now obviously FRCC stands for both. It's it's two it's two business lines, right? Two lines of business, but Correct. underneath the same underneath the same umbrella. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. if you think if you're not a coffee drinker, you know there's there's more for that and uh that launched i think that launched right around the time before the robin okay. <laughs> i didn't even touch it yeah drill into the couch can we drill into the couches i don't know if that is that an option i think we just need one i think the reason why is because we were doing two and they were kind of stacking on each other i, I can't see magnet but i know he's laughing at me i, I can see a beard and a black face but <laughs> 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 that that picture, by the way, that was really well done for a stool and somebody's wife and magnet. <laughs> old, old magnet hover hands. <laughs> he could have ducked. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so hard not to go. We're not going to make this episode about that. All right, all right, just, just about that because yeah. it, it just reminds me of things. You know, I I brought up a hundred different points. Not not one of them was my you know, like stake like this one small point is my sole argument. So but people would take would like hold on to that one small argument about, well, maybe he wasn't directly behind her. Maybe maybe he was ducking at the last second and, and just completely like latch onto that. Like that's my only point. Uh, yeah, fine. Okay, we'll take, let's take that one. Give yeah. me that one. Yeah, you, you can got have ninety-nine that one. more. <laughs> yeah, and just man, people just latched on to the most random of things and wanted to argue over and over and over about it. And then you had the the people that didn't even care about what we were talking about because they were like, "Y'all are dumb." He was a CIA operative. They killed her, or something along those lines. Oh, the conspiracy theories yeah. just came out of the woodworks too. What I don't even know what they, they were saying that Bin Laden was not Bin Laden. He was a plant. By the CIA, yeah. I mean, that's 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 one of them. Uh, and then the other theories are uh, he was an alien. He, he died in two thousand and three or two thousand from a lung thing thing like or... pancreatic cancer uh, and all sorts of stuff. Uh, and again, like some people who didn't watch the episode, some were like, "Yeah, he's right." You know what he's saying. You know, uh, Osama's still alive. I'm like, "No, I didn't say that." Go go look at the podcast. I didn't say that at all. Uh, just it just. People are funny. That was a that was that was a ice that was one that was a hard one to uh to break through with as far as we we hit probably the one of the most controversial topics ever. right off the bat. It's all <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Yeah, it gets easier. <laughs> now anything we talk about we can handle. So um, you know uh, again we're we I guess we're waiting on I like to be a little real with everybody and kind of tell them what's going on. We're with the media company, they have to have raw data to figure out if we're if and when we're going to have sponsors. Um, right now, as far as I'm concerned, our biggest two sponsors are Refracted Wolf Apparel and FRCC. So, um, if you keep an eye out, uh, Refracted Wolf Apparel is going to have another three designs drop, hopefully in the next couple weeks, uh, finalizing the art, and uh, and then we got to photo them, and then anybody in the Patreon is going to have first dibs and. I know for a fact people have messaged me about yours because I shared it and Magnet confirmed it. You sell 
the th- the clear glass jar. Well, I do for for cold brew. Yeah, cold brew. Yeah. They were like, "Does that come with it?" I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I Why know. don't you message him? <laughs> there's just more. I just I love people. Uh, I mean, I, why would I post it on our social media if I didn't sell it? Like that'd just be a random thing. You got to go to Walmart <laughs> and buy it. <laughs> here's here's something I want you to know about that you can buy from someone else. <laughs> I'm I'm not the smartest businessman. I'm not, uh, but I at least got you know got wrap my my, my mind around that one. If if I'm gonna post it, uh, it's, we probably sell it. <laughs> Container not included. <laughs> so but, we, hey, that's on me. That's it on me. I wasn't clear enough. Well, now not that, no. now you know, and I'll uh, I'll make sure everybody knows. But we it, have another. It's not necessarily a sponsor per se. We wanna you wanna you wanna get into that yet. Go juice. Perfect. Go Juice Energy. Now, Brent's going to explain a little bit about the CEO who reached out to us. Yeah. Uh, Go Juice Energy was created by United States Air Force Special Operations veteran with over 20 years of experience in the health and wellness industry to give even the most mundane days that high-speed vibe. Formulated to support whatever your mission is, Go Juice Energy will help you crush your day. There you go, right from the source. Yeah, and uh, he's also, uh, sometimes people don't, he did tell me, sometimes people don't want to announce it, but he did tell me to say that he's an active law enforcement officer as well, so I don't think, I'll reach out to him, I'll reach out to him before I air this, make sure he's cool with it, but he is an active cop. Right Um, right up our alley, veteran and cop. So what we're doing is we want to try to do this thing called first responder, uh, or uh, first responder, Jesus, one of these things that we want to try to do is a uh, small business of the week, whether it's owned by a first responder or a veteran. Um, you send us some stuff, or if you don't, if you offer service and you don't have anything to send us, just send us a quick bio of your background. Uh, that, like what Brent just read, was perfect, and uh, and we'll go from there. And then, uh, and then we'll just roll them out once a week, and that way uh, we can help support each other. You know, obviously, I think you should drink, maybe. Coffee is the better option for health, but when you need a quick, like Brent's drinking it right now, no time yep. for coffee. No t- <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not an afternoon coffee drinker, you know, generally speaking. So, I mean, I might, uh, you know, oddly enough, the, the cold brew again. Uh, I'll drink a cold brew in the afternoon, uh, but I, I, I enjoy an energy drink, especially going to the gym. I, I drink an energy drink before, you know, before the gym at, at, at every time. So there's definitely, there's definitely room uh, for everyone. Um, but uh, on that topic, it's just something that, yeah, I don't think we can we can talk enough about, which is supporting small businesses. And people say that, and uh, I just I, I just don't think people really do it. They know to do it. It's too easy to do it. Um, and and in a weird way, what I'm not preaching is is cancel culture because I, I I really can't stand cancel culture. I don't. I generally speaking, don't refuse to go to a business that's that's not why that's not i don't i don't oh, I not go saying. places okay yeah yeah i just choose to go places to support you know to to to, to support what they do not not like the the reverse side of that i don't know it's i know it's kind of splitting hairs but to me i i think it's a, i think it's i think it's important well i mean it's like all all the first responders veterans that watch this or tune into this Go Juice Energy will be at, I think he said racetrack gas stations, oh, and nice. he said another friend. So if you go in and you see Go Juice in the fridge, just know that's owned by first responders and veterans. So, and I don't. There's there's enough space. There's enough room in, in this space for everyone. And I don't. And I don't care who it is. You go to Seven Eleven. 
you could easily pick up a you know a, a, a cold brew uh, or a cold uh, cold coffee of Starbucks. But I know for a fact there's Black Rifle in there. Say what you want about Black Rifle, you know I'd, I'd support them over Starbucks. I know for a fact there's you know Jocko Energy drinks. There's there's always a choice that you can make to support uh, veterans and companies that have the same values, generally speaking, that that we have. So that's it's just as it's just as easy as as making that decision. That's really good. Even warm, it's good. Yeah, I stuck them on the in the freezer for a little bit for for it aired. Oh nice man, and cold. that is really good, Scott. I do have to mention it's not for the faint of heart. Four hundred yeah. milligrams of caffeine. But that's what I'm so. saying. When you're a cop, this is what you look for: the monster, the white monsters. We all know only have like two fifty, and it's huge. It's sixteen ounces, and I mean it tastes good. But I mean four hundred milligrams of caffeine. You crush this thing, you're good. Probably for the next three days. <laughs> yeah. Speaking yes. of coffee, did you see that? I thought this was really cool. That. Jared Taylor was wearing the FRCC shirt on It's Time for Pie. Yeah, that that was that was super nice of him. That was cool. Uh, you know, the uh, me and the Black Rifle guys had a had a slightly uh, rocky start uh, to it. But man, if, again, if, if you guys you know, don't follow my Instagram, um, I, I I said a few things that are that are true, and they're and they're out there. No, they're not true. I said. Th- the what's out there and what's the information is is out that's there. what i thought happened. and if and if you read that information you you know that's that's the story that uh that you go with and uh they were they were kind enough not not to be dicks about it there's like hey that's just that's not the truth and if you want to know the truth reach out to us and i took them up on it i'm like all right i'll i'll talk to you and uh you know they they were uh super professional with me and said that's you know you know that's how it was spun. Let me tell you what really happened. And uh, they were great about it. And not not only were they uh, real humble and professional about it, uh, and in giving time to me, that as a small business, to be honest with you, they they probably shouldn't have have cared, but but they did. And uh, you know, they they even bought FRCC stuff. And and Jared Taylor, one of the founders, is is wearing a frcc t-shirt on on his podcast i think i just think that's a a really cool uh nod to you know the type of guys those are you know they're not they're not perfect i'm not saying uh i know some people just don't like the the uh what they call it the 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 gun the gun bros like the gun bro culture i mean i think it's human nature to when something gets so big you want to find your new little one i'm the same way black (laughs) rifles that's big. that's 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 the punk rock in in yeah yeah, yeah. like I want to find they mine with a big label and now you don't like them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true though. <laughs> like a lot of people are, are, and it's so funny too when you go and you look at these big companies. They they do have good values once, but they're just so popular. It's not cool to like them anymore. You know. Yeah. Like well, liking Metallica now versus liking them in yeah. the, you know eighty three. Well, good news everyone. We're still really small, so you know we're we're cool to like. Yeah. We're small in all kinds of ways. We drive Dodge Rams. <laughs> so another shout out that I want to give is uh, I forgot to last time. Well, I did, but I didn't put his freaking uh, label up. His line arms. You know, uh, you guys, you guys do a lot of work together. FRCC and line arms. He's got a sweet setup. Um, 
we we came up with this new brand idea and it was like why don't we just do it here and it, it's you know it's it's dope he's you know more than accommodating he's got a beer full of fridge you know a beer full of fridge i've had too many <laughs> fridge full of beer in fact i'll put you on the spot mag you, you mind grabbing that beer so uh oh, this God. this 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 was not planned um but let me tell you what you know yep one of the things that that lion arms Say goodbye to the money. That Lion Arms did for us just... This is a super soaker. It's not real. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. Didn't even... uh, YouTube hates this stuff. (laughs) Didn't even ask him to do it when when Mike Milmersat died, Orange County SWAT guy. You know, the the community came together to to try to raise funds for the family. And so Lion Arms is doing a, uh, a, um, a, a raffle gun. Uh, and this one's specifically for Mike Milmerstadt. It's got the uh, Orange County SWAT logo. It's got Earn the Day on it. Um, he let me design it with a uh, with a cool battle-worn green look to it. Uh, it's it's going to have a suppressor attached to it, a SIG Arms uh, optic. It's a 300 blackout gun. It's badass. Oh, wow. and, uh, and, and, and Lion Arms, you know, stepped up to the plate and, uh, and donated that gun to, to, to make that happen. That... I think it's going to raise a lot of money for a good cause. Nice. Yep. So, again, if you are into, I don't want to speak for them, but, you know, um, as far as building, is it just AR platforms? Everything. So, uh, we're going to put a link to, to his stuff in, you know, in our episodes. So that way, you know, we, I, you could see how hesitant I am to say the G word because, Oh, Our audio platforms don't care. They can't, they, you know, there is a beautiful AR-15 sitting right here with us. And, you know, that you can't see it. But if you're watching. Yep. Now our video will be suppressed. Sorry. <laughs> Dang it. It's for a good cause. We don't care. Yeah. That, that raffle is going to raise way more money than, you know, we would, we would make on a stupid YouTube video. So, yeah. So we were looking at police posts. Um their instagram and we we were also like i said this is the first episode of the new brand so we're literally batting ideas around to do for segments every week you know because segments they they take dedication you know you can't just not if you're gonna do a segment every week you can't go ah we're not gonna do one this week because we didn't research it so we're batting them around and one of the things we talked about is doing um a dumbass cop of the week that i (laughs) good good cop bad cop yeah i was gonna host the dumbass cop of the week and it was going to be a story about, um, you know, somebody in law. And we could interchange them. It could be in the military. It could be a nurse. It can be anybody that is in a public service occupation that does something really stupid and brings kind of discredit to the that said occupation. Um, but Brent had a great idea. Why don't we counter it with Hero of the Week? You know, a, a good act of bravery or yes we hold on we need to pause it just for a second and we're back <laughs> so that's what we're, we're looking to doing let us know if you kind of like this segment um, i picked now these aren't going to be these are pre-recorded episodes not too far in advance but we don't shoot them live so if this comes out monday and the best story in the world just came out sunday we're not gonna be able to cover that one right <laughs> away but there was a just next door in Polk County, Florida. 
There was a deputy. Florida. I feel like Florida's <laughs> going to be in this segment uh, a lot. <laughs> we can already fill up part of the next four segments with, with, yeah. with, with, with Florida guys. Florida cops. Florida. So if I'm going to put this guy's mug shot, the smug mug shot. First off, his haircut sucks. <laughs> Let me see it. <laughs> It's like a bowl cut. <laughs> no. So, but um, uh. the Polk County Deputy Jacob Kite, 22 uh. years old. We'll get back to that. Um, deputy was arrested after speeding and fleeing from deputies while driving under the influence, according to the sheriff's office. According to the sheriff's office, Kite was speeding over 100 miles per hour just after midnight, and two deputies attempted to stop the vehicle. At one point, the vehicle was clocked at 130 miles per hour in a 45 mile per hour zone. Impressive. Yeah. Especially, especially when you're a cop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, did you see what he was driving? His own. Oh uh, no, I don't think it talks about his own. Uh, he was in his own personal car. Right. While deputies were pursuing the vehicle, it struck a concrete median, and and later on the deputies, and later struck deputies. Uh, and deputies struck it with their car to stop it. Okay, it's worded really weird. Uh, Kite appeared to be driving impaired, and his blood alcohol level was point zero three five. The sheriff's office said Kite resigned after he was arrested. <laughs> and, of course, the yeah. sheriff, uh, Grady Judd, denounced this guy. Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely don't do that under, under Grady Judd's watch either. I mean, uh, there's but, no way to get around that regardless of, of, of what county you're in. That's yeah, not going to work out well for you. Some agencies in some, some areas, we've talked about this, don't have the biggest pool of people to pick from. Qualified candidates are... Uh, are slim pickings. So you go to, you, you know, you have to, I don't want to say scrape the bottom of the barrel because that sounds bad, but sometimes you just don't have like, like a bigger city in Florida, like Orlando is going to have so much more to pick from than bumfuck Polk County. And, you know, does, so does, uh, does Polk County not have a, uh, what th their chase policy apparently isn't the same as orange. No, I think they can chase. It sounds like it. It sounds like <laughs> it. Yeah. He'd have got away with that in orange. Um, but yeah, and the other big thing is that thank you, Kendra. The other big thing is that twenty-two years old. The biggest argument in the world, I think everybody would agree, uh, except for twenty-two year olds, that twenty-two <laughs> years old is too young to be uh, enforcing the law. And that's my opinion because I started at twenty-four, twenty-five. No, I started at twenty-eight, and I was still retarded. So. I mean, twenty-two. And, and some say you still are. <laughs> That's very <Yeah>. true. <laughs> but like, I mean, even when I was twenty-two years old, there's no way, there's no way I could have been out there enforcing the law. I mean, I don't want to discredit myself now. I'm, I'm a lot older, but you know, you're taking people's rights away, their constitutional yeah. rights away. Um, you're using force on people that the the sheriff or the chief and the people have designated you the right to do. And here's what I I think is uniquely different. Uh, on the long list of things between military and law enforcement, you can easily be that age in the military because you're not asked to be by yourself making decisions at 18 to 22 years old. You're a part of a squad. You're part of a platoon. You have oversight in everything you do. But this 22 year old, you know, can, can be by himself making, mm -hmm. you know, making you know, life-changing decisions, you know, for yep. citizens. So I I don't know exactly what the right answer uh, it's hard. Uh, for that is. It is hard. But this is this is the the 
the the older, wiser, gentler uh, Brent talking, and and I and I and I mean this. I would hate for that stupid decision he made as a twenty-two-year-old to you know uh, to cost him the rest of his life. I don't believe he should be barred from law enforcement for the rest of his life because he made a stupid decision as a twenty-two-year-old. I, I don't know what that entails, you know, to say, hey, you know, come back when, when you're 25, you know, or come back if this is a lifelong dream of yours. But as dumb as that decision is, I, I, I just don't think that should, uh, you know, that should brand him for, for the rest of his life. What do you what do you think about that? I think he is fucked. <laughs> he is. He is never. There is my opinion. I've seen crazy, crazy things happen, but he will. That is egregious it's not like you know he got caught street racing doing 100 and he pulled over it's fireable he probably would be fired it's i mean let, let, his let me, haircut should not allow him to be <laughs> like that's a let, let, let me walk it down you know i guess th- th- this scenario like it's it is one of those mistakes that that domino effects and you don't know how to get out of it yeah so you start speeding, and you know that's a bad decision, but you're in it. And you're impaired. So you're and not you're impaired. You're not thinking. And now, you know, the longer it goes, I'm, you know, I'd like to believe that he's like, man, this is bad. I shouldn't be doing this. But now I'm in too deep, and you know, and and how do I get out of it? I just um, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's something that you just, you know, ignore. He just goes back to normal life and can come back to law enforcement. I would like to see him do something above and beyond you know as a citizen to show that uh you know that that was a mistake and you know and now i've done this with my life that proves i make better decisions i mean i would i would want something like that but yeah. i i do i just i there there are some things that that are uh, that are unforgivable and as bad as this is i'm not saying it's not bad I, I just I don't think it should mar him for the rest of his life if if he wants to continue to serve the community. I mean, there's, he's, he's definitely gonna need to take a break. There's ways to bounce back. Um, when I was in the military, I was a young, um, 2013. So it was 10 years ago. I was tw- oh man, no, it was 2011. So it was third 12 years ago. So I was 23. I got I caught a misdemeanor charge in the military. Uh, convicted of it. It was alcohol related. Uh, oh, okay. It was my dream to be a cop. It was my dream, and because it was, it was in the military when double jeopardy was not allowed, which is not—I don't think it's the case anymore. But um, the civilian side was going to be prosecuting, so really not much an ass chewing for my first sergeant. But other than that, you know, not much happened to me in the military. So, um, <laughs> which I, I'm very thankful for because I, you know, so I knew like, okay, day one. The next day, I was sitting there. I didn't go to jail. I didn't physically go to jail, but it was, you know, I got, I caught a charge. So I was like, man, I you caught it. You caught a charge. Is that, is that like the that's a, a cold? Like, how do you catch a charge? What? <laughs> caught a charge. You, ca- you caught a charge. <laughs> so that's a nice way to, to say something. Yeah. <laughs> so I was an idiot. So, <laughs> so, I mean, but it was my dream to be a cop. So I knew. So, uh, I was wrapping up my enlistment in the military. So I was like, well, what I had like a year and a half left. So I was like, well, what I'll do, I'll get promoted. Six months later, I made sergeant, um, got out, started one degree, finished that. While I was doing that first degree, I was a volunteer fireman for a little over a year. And then 
I went and started my second degree, um, both in the field of law enforcement related stuff, and then uh, and continued to build my resume to to show, just like you're saying, to show it was a re- right. it was a stupid mistake, and it, that doesn't define me as a person. Yeah, that that whole story is is, is a whole another topic that I've I've always hated, and and it bars little, it, it it warrants a little bit of of explaining, but. The military is very, very strict on on DUIs. Now, obviously, the the police, you know, uh, law enforcement is too, and 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 for good reason. But man, you know, you you have these guys that you know that 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 drink and fight. I mean, that's that's the culture. It's the type of guy you want in the eighty second Airborne Division. Yeah. And then when these guys drink and fight, and it doesn't have to be just a DUI; it's any alcohol related incident. Mm-hmm. So if if they're if they had a few drinks at a bar and get into a fight, that's an alcohol-related incident, and they hammer these they guys do. over yeah. it, and they have a you know a, you know a, a zero tolerance uh, yeah. zero tolerance policy, and I think that's I just I think that's um I think that's small-minded. Anytime you have a zero tolerance policy, there every incident is 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 different, and if you're not if you don't, if you're not smart enough to be able to see that and decipher it and say, "Hey, this," you know, we'll take we'll take a DUI for example, because these these are both true examples from from my career. Uh, you know, 0.08 is the is the legal limit uh, in North Carolina, probably is here in Florida, mm-hmm. and a guy got a a 0.082, lost his job over it, and it's a DUI, and he blew that after sleeping it off at on a friend's couch because he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. And but he was so drunk when he drove home doing the right thing in the morning, he he rolled a stop sign, got stopped, and then and then and then uh, blew that. Was it an MP that wrote him? No, it was just a, it was it was it was, it was, local a, it was a local cop. You know that guy. And then you have guys that you know blow twice the legal limit. You know mm. and get into a car accident. Well, that's and get off scot free. Well, no, they, this is zero tolerance. You know. Oh, you're talking about still in the military. Yeah, still in the military. Okay. But you know they get they get the same punishment. And I just don't think yeah, that's, that's that's not the no same discretion. crime. Yeah. Right, yeah, and so that's you, uh, and it's it's only gotten worse over time. And do you remember the sign on Fort Bragg that would say like they would get they would be so proud they'd get like twenty eight days into a, a uh, without, from a, an alcohol related uh, incident yeah. and then you drive by and it'd be at zero again. <laughs> yeah, because it uh, man, you'll have to if if you get eighty two in a row. Think for the eighty second. If you get eighty two in a row. You get a four day weekend. Yeah, that's right. Never made it. Oh man, I <laughs> would be. I would be rooting for those. Guys. I was never in the eighty second. I would be rooting for them. I'd see it get to like seventy seven. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this guy's gonna get a four day weekend, and then wow, 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 yep. back I, to zero days without incident. Like, oh, I so never, close. Never saw I, it go. I feel like that sign was more demoralizing than it was. <laughs> you see that than big it was zero. Sitting, yeah. Oh my gosh. And then, of course, uh, you want to Google what happened. <laughs> yeah. So oh, to count, we can't have that many guys, you know, on uh, on base and expect and expect them to go, you know, eighty two days without incident. It's, well, just it's statistically it's, almost impossible. It's like what you said. I mean, there's it's the warrior culture, you know. There, you don't, you're not, you don't want guys that. It's hard to explain. You want guys that are gonna. I don't know if you want guys that are going to get drunk and fight each other in a bar, but it's just like you said. The Those are the type of guys you want to send to war. Give me a battalion full of hooligans that drink on the weekend and put them up against a battalion of choir boys, and you tell me who you want to go to war with. Yeah, that's true. 
And that's, you know, and, and, and our military, you know, these days, uh, you know, they, they don't want, they don't want the muscular tattooed hooligan. They, you know, they hate that guy. They think that's toxic masculinity. Well, let me tell you what wins on the battlefield. Not, not diversity. <laughs> the enemy doesn't care about your inclusion. You know, <laughs> your, your, your rage, <laughs> rage and muscles win on the battlefield and tattoos and, t- and, tattoos <laughs> and savages. And, and it seems like that's exactly the type of people we're trying to get out of the military and exactly not the type of people we're trying to cater to in our recruiting campaigns. Our recruiting commercials are a joke. Compare, I used to have fun on Instagram and put them side by side with Russia's. It's rushes are extreme. And then you got ours where the girl's like, I want to tell you about my two mommies that are in the army. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, uh, and again, the, you know, just to bring sexuality, you know, and into the recruiting, uh, why is that even in there? It's all about performance. Can you perform? I don't, I don't care what, what, what your, what your, what your sexual preference is, what your race is, what uh. your gender is. The only thing I care about and the only thing the military should care about are performance numbers. This is not the place to to do your social experiments with. I, well, you There's said too sexuality. much extinct. There's I thought too much. Sexuality might actually help recruiting. Like, but if you tell soldiers like at each base, there's at least 25 strip clubs. Like, oh, oh, yeah, different sexuality. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, sexual preference. Yeah, sexual orientation. Yeah, could could care less. Yeah, but you know, those are things they're uh, they're pushing, and I just uh, and you know, instead of performance, and you know, if there's only there's only two things, you're either making you know our military better and stronger, or you're not. And, and, and those are the only two, you know, goals we should be, you know, we should throw those numbers up against. Again, not, not up against any, anything, any of this wokeness or you know, anything else. And it's, uh, it's really, it's, uh, it's hard, it's hard to watch as a retired, you know, uh, military guy. Yeah. I, I, mean, I really, I really hope our technology wins because that, <laughs> because you know, honestly, that's, that's what we're banking on, you know, because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not. Not as sure as I once was that you know that that our war fighters will carry the day. Yeah, our drones are going to turn transgender too. (laughs) Well, and speaking of warrior mentality, one of the things that we saw in police posts that is going to be our counter dumbass cop of the week is actually when you catch a cop in his warrior. Part of being a cop is that you can't always be a savage person your whole shift. You have to really harness it. And be, you know, polite and kind and be ready to unleash it when a chick goes for your gun and you punch her in the face. And that was dope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, uh, I'll Controversial. Take, I, I get to take the, the, the good cop um, uh, part of it. And it was a uh, it was a wedding party and in, uh, in Newport. Is that where is that? New, Newport. What state? Was uh, Rhode Island. Rhode Newport, Island. Rhode Island. Yeah. I saw the original the the first a clip that uh, that that the news media will show you is from an angle where it looks like this. You know, these cops are really kind of um, pushing back against this real rambunctious, you know, wedding crowd, and it looks like this cop just turns around and knocks out this poor girl. And from that angle, it looks really bad. Uh, luckily, in today's uh, technology and age, there's multiple angles, and not. 
not 100% of the time, but usually if you wait for the whole truth, you find out cops normally do the right thing. And the different angle shows this girl, I do not know what she was thinking. She goes around the cop and she goes, she starts struggling, not just like once and not like accidentally landed on his gun. She blatantly is trying to pull out his gun. Uh, thankfully, it you know, has, has her attention in it and she couldn't get it. And when he sees that, he just, he knocks her, he just knocks her out. That's scary. That, that's, uh, you don't know who that is. You just feel, you feel that tugging. Cause we go to, I've never had somebody actually grab my gun like that, but you go through training scenarios where you're fighting one guy and a guy comes out of the, you know, the woodwork and starts grabbing and you feel your whole belt coming up and then you got to practice. But yeah, I yeah. Mean, he, he laid her out. And, uh, does, is, is, is that a good cop scenario? Yes. You go for an officer's gun. He absolutely should lay you out regardless of who you are, and that's exactly what happened, and I don't have a problem with it. He gets the good cop award from FRCC. Yep. Yeah. Play no. in slow motion. Get a get a really good <laughs> get a really good look at, at uh at, at what happens to people that go for cops guns. Yeah. And and I'm and I'm sure that's one of those things like two minutes later you're like, Man, I did not mean to level a a hundred pound female unconscious on the pavement but it's like you said what was she thinking is it's, that entitlement to its finest right there like <laughs> I, you know really i mean was she going to pull it out and just start blasting cops she's like a hundred like you said a hundred and ten pound girl i don't know maybe she has shot a gun before you know and and that which is why you have to deal with her in yeah. that way but man a, a part of me would almost like in a in a in a alter universe See exactly how was that going to play out had you got his gun? You know, I've, I I don't know. I don't know what she was thinking. She wasn't thinking. It's, and it's crazy shit like that. That's how bad things happen because you know you're a cop. That's a that's a crazy fight. I don't know if I've ever been in a melee with that many cops and that many people, but that's a, it looked like a wedding party. I haven't verified that. It went to where the cop it started when they were dealing with one person in particular, and people kept coming up in their safe space essentially. And when your backs turned to a crowd. It's up to you. You can tell them one time or you can tell them 10 times. It's your discretion. However, yeah. you're safe. And the cop was saying, get back, get away from me, get away from me. And eventually the shoving turned into punches. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the citizens were the first ones to strike or kick the cops. Oh, when one of the cops had his back turned, you know, towards them dealing with, you know, whatever the original perpetrator was. One of the girls, a different girl that got knocked out, but to me, I feel like this girl should have got knocked out too, comes up and, and kicks kicks one of the cops in the back as he was, you know, on his knees, bent over, kind of like dealing I kicked with, him in the nuts. Just I I I don't know where we've gotten at as a society where you think you can put hands on a police officer and there's really no, you know, uh no no punishment for it. Like it's crazy. Like to yeah. me, you can you can not agree with the police officer all day long. Sit there, voice voice your uh, you know your concern, and try to talk to the police officer. But what's going to happen is what's going to happen. And fight and fighting physically fighting the police officer, I guarantee you, will not help out your friend that you're trying to keep out of jail. <laughs> I, and and no scenario and no scenario have I ever seen a cop turn around and be like, you know what, me and you're going to fight. And if you win, you all get to go home. Yeah. Like it's, just, it's my friends versus you and your <laughs> friends. <laughs> in the court of judgment in the streets. Courts in session. Let's go. 
Like it's, just a no and no scenario. And I it is and it's so crazy because you you kind of went you kind of said it with that those are the cra- those people are citizens that you very rarely encounter. They're like a unicorn of a person, and this twenty two year old Polk County deputy oh. is a cop you never encounter. But they both talk about how each other like those people would say like oh this this the cops are trash because that. Like, you know, I think that's why they do those things that they do is because yeah, and that's actually a, a it is really easy to get caught up in this um, you know, in in these one off scenarios. Generally speaking, and I'll 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 let you put in the uh, the final word on on this is generally speaking, you know, obviously cops don't don't run from other cops at 135, and generally speaking, uh, citizens don't go fisticuffs with cops just because they don't agree with you know someone one of their friends going to jail or is is that a little bit more common than uh than 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 we'd like to think how does how does how does that play out uh generally speaking you were right you're right in the sense that when you say because that scenario never happens very i don't want to say never happens it's just so rare you expect the guy you're you're arresting to throw (laughs) blows at you right that's part of the job you don't expect his drunk you know 22 year old 100 pound cousin to come swinging from the back it's just and then on top of that it's not only her it's the whole party's after you You think like yeah it's just you know it's without sounding a certain way you just look at no i can't say that it was what we (laughs) talked about earlier it's just (laughs) you get what i'm saying yeah yeah well (laughs) it caught me by surprise (laughs) it caught me by surprise too uh it's it definitely isn't isn't your uh i would kind of run-of-the-mill incursion but it, it 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 happened. Jill and Becky and they're kicking cops in the nuts. Maybe maybe you just maybe you had some maybe you had some a Jersey party going on in uh, in, in Rhode Island. <laughs>